Bismarcky is actually playing that piano. <laughs> no. Would you say he's just a friend? Would you say he's just a friend? That is. I love how he like he starts dying more and more inside. Yep. Would you say he's just a friend? We've all been there too. <laughs> uh, dude, like it's like the video's awful. This oh, it's terrible. His rapping's not. It's, he reminds me of uh, what's the dude that played Brian Fellow's Safari Planet on Saturday Night Live. Um, he was in the movie with uh, Will Ferrell, I think. Um, he did another one. I got Queen nothing. Latifah. Oh, gosh. It's going to kill me now. Um, yeah, I got yeah, Saturday Night Live actor. Oh, crap. Now I'm going to grab my phone. This is the Dad of Kids got, podcast. <laughs> hey, and I'm Tristan. <laughs> I'm Ryan. We did that backwards today. Yeah. And this is us. Uh, <laughs> we're here. How's it going, everybody? Yeah. So, uh, so it's the 28th. Halloween's around the corner, which is great and yep. super, super fun. Um, we've got a lot of stuff going on. Like, there's been some decent releases lately. So, Ryan, we were talking earlier. You haven't read the books Dune at I'm all. Not. I mean, it's, it was one big book when I read it. But I watched the first movie. And Tracy Morgan. Charlie, oh, you're right. He does look like Tracy Morgan. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Did you know that he was also in what um, Men in Black, like three or four, or whatever? Yeah. He was the uh, the beatboxing yep. alien male guy. Yeah. In the yeah, Tracy Morgan's actually underrated. I think he's pretty funny. He got into a horrible accident like a while back, and then Did he? yeah, he couldn't do any film or anything like that. He was like pretty screwed up. He had like no short term memory, and uh, yeah, so now he's Holy actually like, back doing some stuff. But yeah, he was like out of it. Dude, that's amazing. Yeah, so going with the Dune. Sorry, yeah. sorry, no, that's <laughs> amazing. Wow, yeah. So no, um, I watched Dune because I'm a big fan. You know, I watched the TV show way back in the day, which was awfulish. Yeah. Uh, this was much better, but it's it's tough because if you haven't, if you weren't into the books, then you'd be like, this is the most boring thing I've seen ever. Right. And I was sure. like, oh, this is great. They're doing wonderful. And uh, a lot of people complained because Zendaya didn't have a huge part in the first half, but it's because it's not about her. Yeah. She wasn't the, the main piece, but I want to say, I mean, for, and for everybody that I know that, that loved the books and loved the, the shows growing up, did we, it was awesome. So that's my piece. Um, Dude, what do you think about the Matrix Four? What What are your thoughts? Uh, do we? So, like, right, so here's the deal. Okay. I haven't seen the trailer yet, but we'll watch that. Matrix One, one of my favorite all time movies. Okay. The second one, eh. the third one, kind of made me mad. I was oh. like, why did you make this movie? <laughs> okay. And uh, I mean, it was not. It wasn't like the Godfather series where they kept kind of building. Mm-hmm. It just kept getting like a stretch, and I'm like, eh, you should have stopped at one. So this new one looked. Like looks sweet. I watched part of the trailer. Okay. I haven't seen the full trailer. I'm such a huge Keanu fan, though. I'm like, okay, yeah, it could work. Here's the only tough part for me. Um, initially, looking at this, Keanu is very Keanu, right? I mean, what? Why? And <laughs> and I just I see John Wick because his hair is still yeah. long and crazy, you know. And I'm like, okay, I kind of wish they would have done something different there. Just it's to separate not, the characters more. It's not more. clean cut Keanu from Matrix 1. Yeah. Or, I mean... Or even Revelations, he was still fairly clean cut. For the most part, yeah. yeah. Right? And then, and so I'm looking at it like, okay, I'm seeing more John Wick, but that's okay. It's We we know what to expect from uh, the Matrix. More, yeah, more guns, and then, it, then it, but yeah. they have Carrie Ann Moss back, so yeah. Oh, totally, yeah. <laughs> and I just think it's going to be... It should be good. particularly triggered right now. Can you tell me what happened? I've had 
dreams that weren't just dreams. Morpheus? Sorry, that was me. Am I crazy? We don't use that word in Whoa, there. Neil oh, Patrick Harris. Yeah. NPH is in this? Okay. I don't know if the music is right. Have we met? Wow, he took the blue pill. What? Well, he's, he doesn't realize he's back in. You know, when you take the blue pill in the real world, you get a boner. Or you go woke. Yeah. Time to fly. Whoa. Lawrence Fishburne. No. If you want the truth, Neo, you're going to have to fly me. So he goes back into the Matrix? Well, they have to pull him back out again. It's still here. I know it's why you're still fighting and why you will never give up. You don't know me. No? find Terry and Moss. To be going back to where it all started. Back to the Matrix. Did we almost got the theme song there? Did sound? Resurrections. In theater, December 22nd, 2021. Keanu Reeves returns. I don't know. It's hit or miss for me. I mean, I'm going to be real. I, I'm totally going to watch it. Love Keanu. Going to support yeah. his work, right? He's a great guy in real life. I'm cool with that. I'm not cool with this next one, though. Not at all? I don't think so. Okay. Well, you know, I mean, whatever. I mean, there's like little links in there, but like, all right. First off, I got to say, young Buzz Lightyear, not to spoil what we're about to do, the teaser, right, on the trailer. Dude, he looks like Joe Swanson from Family Guy. <laughs> Let's just well, be honest, dude. Like, wait for it. It's like, oh, that's Joe Swanson. He really does. Yeah. <laughs> It's, they could have done a better job. I mean, it, I have a hard time unseeing it. Okay, I'm going to agree with that. That's that's a totally <laughs> true statement. So we are uh, going to tease. It is a tease. It's a short tease. Lightyear. Lightyear. What is going on here? Because we've got some words to talk about this Disney, one. Disney's running out of ideas. They really are. be honest. Here we go. It's, um, let's see what happens. And they're totally going to butcher Buzz Lightyear because it's... Yeah. <sighs> To infinity and beyond. Cabin pressurization is underway. As we prepare, I like how it's still cartoony. 
The ship looks really cool. There's Buzz. But Buzz was a toy. Now they're making him not a toy. Like, I, I need to hear his voice. Trying to make something serious out of what was a toy. This is the uh, Buzz Lightyear backstory. I don't. So maybe it's not about Buzz. What do you think? I'm kind of intrigued. Interesting song choice. I mean... I mean, they took something serious, like something silly to make serious, like spin off of it. Sure. But then they bring the suit. So maybe it is Buzz. No audio, of course. To infinity. And. Oh, there it was. That's all you get. And. All we got was and. Chris Evans. Uh, I, uh... Tim Allen. Come on. Uh, Tim yeah. Allen is Buzz Lightyear. Okay, so clearly Disney's against being woke or is woke. Right. Because right, Tim Allen Tim is Allen conservative. Is not, Guess yeah. who's not Buzz Lightyear anymore? Chris is. He's supposed to be um, the wokeiness. I. Uh, you, you can't. You just can't. I'm sorry. It's it's Tim or none. I mean, Where's that's the really backstory. What it is. So they're gonna make a western for Woody. Exactly. And just call it Woody. Probably. Mm-hmm. And just. It's a pretty hard one to make. <laughs> nice. I see what you did there. Wow. I see what you did. But so, I mean, really, though, Chris Evans, Sorry. Chris Evans is great. He's a good actor, right? Yeah, but he's and not Tim Allen. No, and Tim Allen he's made... He's not Buzz Lightyear. He made Buzz Lightyear a big deal. So, I mean, if they were doing, like, Buzz Lightyear's son... Sure. I could see that, right? But well, this is, like, young Buzz. Yeah. That doesn't make it... So how do you go from young Buzz to ending up in Andy's bedroom? It's got to be a totally different thing. This is, this is a totally different story. No, no, it's got to be... Because it's, it's like, if Buzz was real, this is if what Buzz his story was real, be. here's here's how he became Space Command. Yeah, Which okay, is, uh, cool, kinda, whatever. Uh, it really, but then you're going to make a potato head one? I mean, like, come on. Like I feel like the whole plausibility of this is wrong. Because you're going to make one for Rex? Up. If Buzz was first, and that was just a giant Buzz Lightyear movie to lead into the selling of the Buzz Lightyear figurines, I yeah. can see that, right? So this was like the cart, the movie... That the Buzz Lightyear doll was based upon. That's see, I, that would be the route I would go. Yeah, this was you right, and and then yeah. and the end of the movie, it pans out, and it's like Andy's You've freaking got TV. A friend in me. Or no, it, yeah, it's I mean, Andy's TV, and Andy's got the 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 yeah. toy, and and Woody, it's and they're playing, like flying in the bedroom and stuff. That see, would be rad. That would be epic. That would be pretty rad. What if they did that? We just gave Disney an idea for the movie. No, I think they probably already did that because they're uh, smarter than we are. Probably, maybe. And, we would and, hope. Let's <laughs> cross your fingers. But if they don't, um, they I'm going to be a little upset. Okay, so yeah. I mentioned my friend Autumn um, and her YouTube channel <laughs> sure. the other day, right? Yeah. She's the welder. And I want to shout them out. The, the channel, they're the, it's called Wrench and Chill. That's hmm. W-R-E-N-C-H if you don't know how to spell wrench properly. Um, dude, literally watched her the other night, and her and Nick were making headers for this LS1 engine they have, right? Because they have an LS engine inside of their Cor- crazy Corvette engine. Freaking um, Z28 okay. or, Z, or 280Z. Okay. Whatever it is. Z's, yeah, yeah. Right? The crazy Z. They call it the crazy, right? 
Um, but they couldn't find headers that would fit. So they literally bought the freaking stuff, the tubes and everything, um, designed it, cut them, welded them, put it all together. And the end product was freaking beautiful. Like the welds are, awesome. I'm not even a welder, dude. And I mean, the welds are hot as crap. That's I'm going to awesome. be honest about that. I mean, there is something, I don't know if you've ever watched people weld, aesthetically pleasing to watching a solid weld, right? It's oh, just yeah. one of those things that like, you're like, yeah, okay. It just blew like, and you like, it would blow your mind away. Yeah. <laughs> I just see, I see that in the upper right. <laughs> Was it Alec Baldwin? Yeah. Oh, he's a real lady killer. You know that? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to mute it. I'm going to play it real fast. Sorry. Oh, dude, that was messed up, though. <laughs> Sorry, that was terrible. Look at, whoa, that Hold is, on. that's clean. Hold on, but look at this. Like, so here's, here's Autumn just welding away, doing her thing. Oh, I like how she actually pulled the heads off to do this. Let me show you yeah, this. That's pretty cool. There's Autumn. Autumn's not like the girl you would imagine welding. No, that is not. Autumn. Not what you would expect to see. Somebody no. that is very automotive savvy. <laughs> Right, and you're like, there's no way you're she's like, gonna end up on a TV show, like on an automotive. Oh, 100. She'll be on an automotive channel. You're like, there, there's just no way that this girl is is a welder at all, right? Yeah. Um, but they took the parts, they weld it. She or she welds it. He's checking her welds. Let me show you like the end result here. This freaking product, I that is clean. Holy cow, that's awesome. And that is awesome. Nobody can see this, but like you don't imagine like those somebody, the, and they don't have those aren't even ground down smooth. I mean, that is like the perfect flip. This is how good weld. she is, dude. That's legit. <laughs> like, <laughs> wow, yeah, um, that's rad. Cool. So, I know, amazing, right? Like, and, yeah. and totally. I'm not a welder, but I, I can recognize good work, and it just is is blows my mind to watch them work in this freaking machine, and I'm like, this is amazing. And imagine how light this car is going to be with how many horsepower oh, the engine is going to have. That's going to be so cool. Yeah. Um, I, I'm excited to see the end result because you can see, like, it just it fits in there perfect. Wow. Just Way cool. That's the fit check, yeah. So um, if you guys ever, if you want to follow something like that, Autumn's local. She's she's just a, a girl here. They have the Kendrick Garage, um, which they bought. Like, it's it's just super freaking cool. That's like, awesome. Yeah, it blows me away. I wish so, I had this so obviously Halloween's this weekend. Yes, Ryan, you always do cool stuff for Halloween. Uh, I mean, for the last three years, I've done like fire pit in the driveway. I usually like throw something in the crock pot or cook something good. Like last year we had crab legs. Nice. Because of COVID, like, dude, all right, food was so cheap last year. Let's be honest. Yeah. Crab legs were like four ninety nine a pound or something like that. Uh, so yeah, we did crab legs and, and steak in the driveway and like had the, the fire pit out, did full-size candy bars. I'm going to do those again this year. Um I but, picked up, uh, I've got, what, 18 full-size candy bars and then 18 full-size Skittles packs. Oh. Because I, I was like, yeah. Two 30-packs from Costco for those candy that bars. They were on ridiculous. sale. That's a pretty good deal. Oh, my Lord. Uh, they were on sale for like 13 bucks. That's all? Yeah, dude. That's really so, good. So, and then I do have a couple other bags of candy, so if I run low, I'm just going to, you know. Me too, yeah. Whatever. Um, and then obviously I have to pick up a one at some point, so I won't be giving out candy the entire night, but... Yeah, I mean, like last year, we didn't get a ton of trick-or-treaters because obviously there's so much stuff going on around town, too. Mm-hmm. There's all the trunk-or-treats and everything. and um, But yeah, I expect a few more kids this year compared to last year. So I'm really we'll hoping so. Goes, but, um, you know, yeah. it's a Sunday, though, and that, that's the worst part. That's the hard like, part. You kind of wish that they would just move the, the 
just make it the last Saturday of yeah, the last Saturday of every of every every October. October. That way, the kids can go out as long as they want for the most part, do their thing. Yep. Because I'm looking at my my teenage sons, and I'm like, dudes, I want you home by nine. Nothing good happens after uh, ten o'clock. Was my dad said. (laughs) So yeah, yeah, it's a school night. I mean, it's hard. Like, I mean, it's a Sunday and a school night. So there is a lot of stuff going on on Friday. Mm -hmm. So tomorrow night, uh, I know Real Life's got their big uh, harvest party going on where they've got like bouncy houses, a petting zoo, all sorts of stuff uh, going on down there. So pretty rad. Dude, so I picked up my son Dylan from uh, from youth group the other night. Yeah. And they were doing Halloweener dog races. That's awesome. I think it's it Halloweener dog. That's yeah. awesome. <laughs> I was like, that's the greatest thing ever. That's dog a, races. That is genius. Yeah. So, yeah. Halloweener dog races. That was super cool. Oh, that's awesome. Um, hey, so kind of a neat thing. Most people don't really realize that Halloween, the, the whole door to door trick or treating thing happened in like freaking what mid middle ages somewhere around there yeah middle really? ages right huh. and there was this thing called soul cakes so what was happening is the little kids and the beggars would go around and they'd knock door to door and then ask for soul cakes and soul cakes were just basically bread right little yeah. round bready things i picture a cake so it's much cooler in my head but they would go around singing and saying prayers for the people who would answer the door and give them soul cakes huh. in return right and so eventually, I mean, you know, they had some people had masks to be scary and some people looked like saints. And traditionally, they dressed up more like the saints back then. Yeah. So it was really kind of cool, um, which is kind of where we get our premise for trick-or-treating and giving out candy. It's that, you know, you should be saying a prayer at each person's door, which is kind of cool. It's not necessarily like what if you grow up in an uber, uber Christian household where they're like, no, it's a demonic holiday. We're not going to celebrate it and turn the lights off. But uh, Exactly. Well, I mean, so, yeah. okay, so Halloween is all Hallow's Eve, right? Um, it was the harvest, right? Yep. So you had a harvest festival. Wasn't that what that it was? And the Thanksgiving also, the second yeah. one, I think. Um, but there were a few other pieces, but like, yeah, Catholic churches back then and primarily in, in like uh, Great Britain and all that, they, that's where they did the soul cakes for. So yeah. no, it wasn't just to say, oh, we're praising demons and whatever, you no. know, like that craziness. It really was. I embrace it because I enjoy, I think, I think of it now as kind of a way to like, you get a day dedicated towards creativity just having fun. Yeah. Like you get to be a little bit of a goofball. I don't know. I go all out. So like last year I dressed up as Macho Man Randy Savage. That was, was super funny. Was super rad. Uh, this year I'll be Joe Dirt. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's, and I've always kind of gone all out for, for costumes. I mean, going it's, back. It's way just back. fun. I mean, it's, it's like, it's like when you're celebrating Christmas, I love to celebrate Christmas yeah. is my holiday. Right. And everybody's like, oh, Christmas isn't really the time. And I'm like, it doesn't matter what the time was. Oh, dude, I turn into Clark Griswold with the outside of my house. I yeah, like you it. just, it's all about having the joy of it. I mean, like, yeah. you don't have to be, so if you celebrate Halloween, it doesn't make you like a Satanist. No. Like at all. And I don't even know if they even celebrate Halloween. I just love knows? seeing kids happy. Yeah, and like, let's just embrace So if it means, that, like, if it involves one night of giving kids a bunch of sugar, whatever, I don't care. Yeah. Like, I want to make them laugh and smile. Like, they trick or treat and be like, trick. They're like, what? Super confused. I'm like, ah, kidding. Full size candy bar happy halloween and they're like ah! and they yeah, freak so, out yeah yeah that's super cool so for me on halloween dude i love i'm the guy that stays in yeah i've got a costume i'm gonna be grogu it's a it's a dumb looking onesie i honestly <laughs> wish i could get the old 80s ones with like a flat disgusting mask you know yeah that like had a little tongue hole in it that was it but i i just i like giving out candy i love seeing little kids i love seeing their costumes even the teenagers, dude, come to my house. I love it. I think it's fun. Well, I mean, they could be doing worse things than trick-or-treating. I'm okay giving an older kid candy. Yeah. I don't care. Well, I mean, like, seriously, they could be out partying, getting drunk, or they're coming to my house, getting yeah. candy, and I'm like, let's do the candy. Dude, I, I love it every year. Like, I get, like, one straggler towards the end of the night, and I usually have quite a bit of candy left. You're like, you're my last dude. And I'm like, 
I'll give him a math problem. And I'm like, <laughs> if you can answer this correctly, it'll be worth it. He's like, you know, or like, hey, trick or treat. And I'll give him like one piece of candy. And I'm like, do you want more? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> dump the whole bucket in there. And they're like, ah, awesome. <laughs> Lights go out. <laughs> I capture that one kid. But yeah, no, it's, uh, this is going to be a rough one for me because I'm, uh, I'm on a cut right now. And I'm trying to look better than I normally do, you know? Trying to get svelte? Yeah, I'm just trying to, you know... A little trim? I, I spent a while swollen up and eating yeah. everything in sight. And now I'm like, you know what? Maybe I'm going to cut back because my, my cholesterol might be a tad bit high. Oh. Well, my HDL's high and my LDL's high. And I'm like, wait a second. I'm glad I brought you some game meat. So I do appreciate it. You be like Joe Rogan and eat elk meat. But dude, so I did. I, I got my... <laughs> so I went to the VA. Um, had a whole crazy story about the VA and how they... Took my doctor away from me, and then I called my the, the the VA place that I go to, and they were like, "Yeah, you don't, you're not assigned him anymore." I'm like, well, "Why is that?" I, I saw him like six months ago. What happened? It's not like it's been like three years or a yeah. year. It's been not long at all. And they were like, "Well, I don't know." So they put me back with them, which is great. And I get this note about my blood work that says could lower cholesterol. And I'm uh, like, "What does that mean?" So I'm looking at the numbers, and I go, "I don't know how to read this." So I'm googling everything I can, right? And it's like. If your LDL numbers are high, that means you have a low risk of heart attack. I'm like, yes, LDL's awesome, right? And it's like, if your HDL's high, then you have a high risk of heart attack. And I'm like, yes, white HDL's high too. I don't understand <laughs> which one wins, you know? You're like, uh, more fish, more eggs, less red meat. So I was like, you know, well, I mean, and really, because if you see the way I eat, I eat it. I don't even care. Yeah. Like I eat tons of red meat, tons of all that stuff. Um, and so you would assume that mine would be crazy, crazy high. And you it's could not. Go, you could probably go keto and like kick half of it out. And that's, so. that's kind of what I'm doing. I'm just like, you know what? Anytime I get a craving for any you kind of sweets, I eat cheddar cheese. No, you need to go, no, you need to do. What's that? Go deer hunting with me. Oh, dude. Okay. I have a problem with deer hunting. Freezer full of game. Mate. I don't have a freezer. That's all right. We'll There's no room. Figure it out. There's a <laughs> figure it out. <laughs> I know people that do. I'll bring my like 308. Yeah. Full magazine. I'll bring my 6.5 grand and we'll go yeah, have fun. You can, you can only have like three or four <laughs> rounds, right? A three or four round magazine? Isn't the max you can have? No. Really? Because you can fit, se- I can fit seven in my 280. Okay, so as long as you don't load more than. It can't be fully auto. That's the only rule that I know of. Because I'm, I'm, I'm thinking like. Yeah, it my, can't be smaller than 22 caliber. Because, you know, my 308's awesome. I love it, right? Yeah. Um, you can and, only 308. Well, I, yeah. All day long. You can do it. Well, I know. That's why it's fine. No, you can have it. That's why I built it, actually. 15 round bag. Go to town. I'm just like, obviously nobody's going to shoot more than one or two rounds because you're going to scare everything away. Mm. Well, I mean, one round. Well, one round, totally. Yeah, I know, but still, like, it's it, right in the boiler room. Everybody's all like, oh, you can't go shooting with a, you know, 30 round mag. And I'm like, dude, it doesn't freaking matter because you're not going to pull the trigger yeah. more than once in a general area. Let's be honest. Yeah. No, you're not going to scare everything away. Gonna, you're not going to fire off that many rounds unless you're shooting the whole herd, right? Yeah. And that's, uh, so just laying it down. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, and I was talking, I was at uh, East County Guns this morning, kind of looking around and, um, I was like, man, I could use this deer hunt too. Like I really did look, I was like, this has the same coefficient as a 308. Like it's a 6.5 mm-hmm. Grendel. It's a rad gun. Yeah. Um, and I was like, I mean, that's a thousand yard gun. I'm not going to shoot a thousand yards in anything. I mean, max nope. I would do is probably 500 with that gun. Um, with my deer rifle, it's like, I go, with, I, if I can't get within 350 yards, I don't have a reason to be shooting at it yet. Let's be honest. I'm lazy and I don't want to walk that far to pick up my crap <laughs> right, and pull yeah. it back. Yeah, especially if it's on a <laughs> steep hillside. I mean, the only thing I'm going to be packing out is like an elk, if that's the case. Um, if my deer isn't within like easy drag distance to a truck, yep. yeah, I'm out. Um, that's why I'm a lazy hunter. Work smarter, not harder. Um, <laughs> but he's like, yeah, just throw 10 rounds in it. 
He's like, you don't have to use them. I mean, it's like, I've got, I've got like, like the smallest mag I've got is 15 rounds, but it just mm-hmm. looks stupid and it's bulk. It's like kind of clunky because I have a bipod on it too. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't like having that long mag with the bipod. He's like, okay, we'll just put 10 rounds of the 15 round mag. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Easy peasy, right? But I'm like, but I like having the bigger mags when I'm not hunting. <laughs> so whatever. I don't really do much. Shoot. I mean, 308 does. I don't like to tar shoot a whole lot because I'm like, oh my gosh. I just blew forty five dollars. It, it's been three it shots. You know, like it ain't cheap. Yeah, yeah, it's expensive. That's like my twenty two is the only thing I'll target shoot with anymore these days because I have like twenty thousand rounds of ammo. Yeah, no, dude, that's what I'm doing right now. Also, that's it. Doesn't yeah. make sense shooting anything else. I'm like, no, I don't want to. I don't want to pay that price. Although, I did get a great deal from Classic Firearms today. Um, thousand rounds, nine millimeter for three hundred bucks. Yeah, that's not bad. I was like, that's that's pretty solid. You can go. I know a couple places here in Post Falls that have nine mil by the case right now. Really, same mm-hmm. price? Close to it. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll, we'll talk. Later. We'll talk off air. All right, we'll <laughs> do that. I'm not going to give away all my secrets. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> um, yeah, no. So that's kind of what it is. So, hey, so I was I was reading a lot of Reddit's because you know I'm part of the single dads uh, group yeah. and all that stuff and just checking it out and. Um, it's interesting. There's, there's a lot of negativity, right? And rightfully so, because dads get the shaft all the time. It's statistically proven. I think we talked about it a little yeah. bit in our last episode. Um, but, and yeah. it sucks, but there, there's a lot of negativity. And so you try and offer up, you know, some positivity and there's some support there and there's still more negativity coming out of the group. And it's like, it, it's not, it could be better. It could be better. I mean, it could always be better. Let's be honest. Yeah. I mean, but, until it's the pro- prevalent amount is 50, 50 for the situations that warrant it. Mm. We're always going to complain. Yeah. And it, it sucks, you know. Um, it's interesting that, you know, dad, there's there's always talk about dads not making the effort. Yeah. Why aren't dads making the effort? Why, why aren't you out there chasing after your kids? Why aren't you whatever, right? Um, and that, that's always a dominant issue, right? I mean, like, Everybody talks about that. Yeah, I mean, and I know like my buddy, Sean, I mean, I'll bring him up because he listens to the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, he's trying so freaking hard to get more access to his kids. Well, that's the other side of the struggle. I mean, it's just like, uh, I look at it and I'm like, I weep for him. That, that, and it, that's what well, we talk Al-Anon, right? Yeah. I mean, uh, Al-Anon, that's a, anybody listened to the last episode, that's yeah. really what it is. But I mean, like I'm, I'm, I'm reading it. I'm like, dude, there are so many guys, so many real men that are actually trying as hard as they can to be in their child's life. And the issue is that the spouse or the ex or whatever makes it hard for them to see their child. They, they have yeah. all these stipulations or all these re- really weird things and, and they make it purposely so that, that the father can't interact. And then, then they put him on blast. Oh, he's not doing anything, whatever, you know? And it's like, it's like, man, you know, ladies, he might not have done you right. Yeah. Let's be honest. He might not have treated you right, but if he's trying to make an effort to be in his child's life, give him that. Yeah. I mean, let's be I real. Mean, and it's got to be warranted. Obviously it's a safety issue or there's the, the, I mean, of course there's yeah, going to be those the health issues that are involved with that. But when we're talking about, you know, none of those being an issue. If there's he's, always the asterisk there, that, like, yeah. you have to do the disclaimer. The caveat. Yeah. Um, but no, I'm totally with you. And I mean, I, it, it, you look at it from the lens of, okay, is it the bad apple spoiling the bunch then? Mm-hmm. I mean, cause there are dads out there that suck. Yeah. I mean, we'll and call you out. Like, you don't deserve to see your kids if you're a freaking schmuck. Yep. But the ones that are trying, I mean, really, really trying, I think we saw a lot of it. We're paying for a past generation. I agree. Because I do think that the, that last generation, it was, 
it's all or none. Like there was great dads or there's ones that just like fart in the wind gone. Right. Yeah. And they were, they were just, uh, they were. And so the court system was built off of that. And so they're still going back to case law. So if you're going back to case law, you're looking at a previous generation of what you saw build and the numbers didn't add up. Right. Mm -hmm. So now we're in this new generation of we've worked so dang hard for guys to address mental health issues or guys to address um, being present, being more involved. Like there's so many more things out there for men to like really strive towards. Do we still have issues with suicide? Do we still have issues with substance abuse and all these other things? Yes, we do. Do we need to keep working? We always need to keep working. Well, and we have those on both sides also. Yeah. That's, that's, I mean, especially. I see with, it more like guys are making these grounds, but I do see women losing ground. Yeah. Isn't it interesting to see that men are making strides? Yeah. Like it's crazy how they're doing that. And it seems like women are becoming more prevalent in not wanting to parent and not wanting to step up. So it, what is so crazy is that in the situations, there are more dads getting full custody like those numbers are increasing but it's related to more moms having issues of disappearing yep and but you look at the overall numbers of like 78 percent of divorces end up with the mom with 70 percent or more custody yeah that's crazy blows my mind away so, I mean, like there's gain, there's ground to be gained. And so I follow a couple of groups on Facebook and there's one in the state of New Jersey. Um, it's now gone to the Supreme court in that state. The burden of proof in child custody cases now is now put on the state. That's so cool though. I mean, so if you I mean, don't know what so that cool. means, I mean, that's, that's an amazing step forward that the state has to prove that the dad cannot be with the child more than 50% of the time. Yeah, that's a huge step. Now there's well, three other states that are looking at following ground with that. No, right? I mean it's totally genius because really the the premise is that the reason why women are given more is because they go into court and they say, "Well, he did this, he did this, yep. he did this, he did this," and and the question that never gets brought up is, "Did he harm the child? Yep. Did he do anything negative towards the child in, in any instance at all? I know a lot of cases where parents did not get along. And just because the parents didn't get along, the dad now has 30% custody. Yeah. And that doesn't make he any sense. He did nothing wrong to the kids. I mean, well, it, how many times do you get in your relationship and you're like, oh, crap. Yeah. Because you don't know because too many people are being fake right off the front, yeah. right? It's, it's, hey, here's my best side, not here who's who I am. This is my best side. Take me as that. And you go, okay, great. I'm in the relationship. Well, now- you go, no, I'm going to get real, right? Yeah. So, and it could be the man or the woman either way. And then you go, this is not the same person. So now you're, you're trying to rack your mind and, and work your way around it. And you go, I love this person and I, whatever, and I'm fighting for him and it doesn't work out. And then you go, I wasted my time. Now I'm hurt so much. I hate him or I hate her. And I'm going to take as much as I can from him. So the, the other statistic that I saw that was, was released alongside that 70 some odd percent statistic of dads not getting more than 50% custody, right? Mm-hmm. Um, of those amounts, you take that and look at the suicide numbers, right? Of males yep. age, age 22 to age 46. That's an, there's an astronomical difference. It is the highest level of anybody committing suicide. It is by far, it is like triple the next closest percentage of, of the population. Yeah. Wow. And, of those individuals that have been committing suicide that are male between age 22 to 46, how many of them are separated fathers? I would say the majority. Oh my gosh. That statistic, it was something like 
of, of the men that commit suicide, how many of them were separated or estranged from their children? It was like a staggering, like 66% or something like that. That's amazing. So like, absolutely amazing. I mean, mental health draws into that. There could be substance abuse involved in that, mm-hmm. but all of these other things, but also you look at this, the overarching statistic of the separation from children. That is something you can't ignore. I wonder if they've done a correlation between the um, separation of children and the increase in substance abuse. That one has been drawn and also uh, suicide in children and absence of a father. Well, that's a big one also. Yeah. We've talked about and that. And I mean, correlation. Course, prison and all that There's stuff. A big it, correlation. Huge one. And it, it's, it's just kind of blows my mind away because I, I keep thinking about, you know, friends that I have that are going through this situation and it's like, he wronged me. He cheated me. He did all this stuff. Now I'm the sole custody of the child. And I'm like, wait, how did, why? What? Yeah. What did I he didn't, do to the kid? Did he leave the yeah, kid behind? What, what happened? Like, and, and I'm thinking that, you know, yeah. as, as a single dad, because I don't know possible, oh gosh, I possibly. Unless it's like, Hey, he was beating me. Then yeah, your butt needs to be out of the house. If I didn't have access to my kids, I don't know what kind of person I would be. Oh and I'll, I'll be real, man. Yeah. I mean, like the reality is if I didn't have my kids, I'd probably still be in the military or working um, in some sort of capacity as such overseas or something like right? that. Yeah. You know, and, and my kids are the greatest thing ever. I, I can't imagine not having them in my life. And if someone was going to try and take that from me and not even give me a chance, not even give me an opportunity to be a father, um, and then, you know, I hear, I hear these girls complain that, oh, they're a full-time mom now because they wanted that and they've got to work and they're like, oh my gosh, I'm just so busy. And all I'm, their I'm dad like, does is work. And it's like, well, do you know why he, all he does is work? He didn't give him the opportunity to do anything other than that. Well, that he, he may to. owe like $700 in child support a month. Yeah. Cause he's financing your life now yeah. and your, your, your child. I'm a full-time mom. Oh, so that means that your income level dropped, right? Because you gave him a full-time mom. No. Do you have a career maybe? I mean, like, do you work full-time? I don't know. There's women that do. I know yep. that. I'm not going to slight them and I'm not saying that that's the situation every time, but there is situations where dads want to be involved, but mom complains about dad never being involved because she's drawn herself back. And the way that the child support system is organized is that if they make less, guess who has to pay more? Yeah. The party that works, right? Well, I mean, I can't, can you even, I don't, just doing the math in my head, I can't fathom my kid cost me $700 a month. Per kid. Like there's no. Average. There's no way in hell that my yeah. kid would cost that much. Like, how do you even justify that? Like seriously. Well, because- he's got to support me so I don't, so I can take care of the kids and then you get spousal support too. I mean, there's. But if, if she's working and has a full-time job, right? Yeah. Or whatever. Let's say she's married, right? And they're still saying, oh no, you need $700 a month. And you go, for what? Like they, they are they paying for an extra room? And yeah. okay, so that, that's not 700 a month. Okay. That there's no way they're, I mean, no, you think you rent? Start, what are you paying for vacations now? Are you paying for like your trip to Vegas? Like are you paying? I well, mean, I mean the, let's take from my daughter, my daughter example, right? Um, I was, I was paying an okay amount of money, right? Not a ton at first. And then they wanted more. And so I paid more, right? But I was the one that was buying clothes yeah, and supplying the cell phone and paying for all these things. And I mean, and so you, like insurance everything. has to go in and I mean, like, and I paid for I insurance. Have, I, I did I all mean, that. Yeah. I have owned the majority of the time I've got to pay for health insurance mm-hmm. and like, it blew me away. And so, I mean, I look at all this stuff and I'm like, okay. I mean, I get it from one aspect, right. But at the same time, like that's my job. I mean, I've all, I, I signed up to be a dad. Right? Yeah. And that's how I looked at it. I, I was like, but I'm, I'm like, 
I'm paying for what? What what is my child support really going for? Yeah. Because my daughter never really ate at home. She didn't like to. The minimal amount that I get, it literally pays for health insurance. That's it. That's yeah. all it pays for is health insurance. And that makes sense, right? Yeah. But that's that's let, the amount that I get. Let's say for, you were remarried. Let's say you're remarried. You you're both are working. Yeah. And now you're getting an extra five to seven hundred dollars a month on top of that for Owen. Would you be spending that entire amount of money on Owen alone every no. month? No, I, I think it would there's be no way at all. Right? It'd be almost impossible. Yeah, no. Unless he's going to a private school. Yeah, it'd be impossible. I mean, you and even if you were buying him brand new clothes every month, oh my lord! Like, what are you buying him? Yeah, like, like he's, a zero he's probably deductible living better health than you are. Yeah. Zero deductible health insurance plan. Everything else. Like, I mean, right? Like crazy car payment. I mean, like that's the only way I could really think about. It. It's like okay, I'm going to get him a car. <laughs> I mean, it's seriously, <laughs> it's, yeah. it's ridiculous. And so, I mean, some of that just, it work. the way it works is like, uh, the system's broken. Let's be honest. It needs to be addressed from both sides. At some point, the moms have got to step in and say, no. And I know moms that have. And so the ones that I'm, t- I'm speaking to you right now, bravo. They said like, I'm not going to put my kid's dad because he loves his children. I'm not going to put him in a position where I'm going to penalize him because he loves his kids. Yep. I'm not going to make him, I'm going to give him the minimum. Like we're, if we're 50, 50, I don't care if he out earns me by 40 grand a year. I'm not going to put him in the poor house and take all of that difference. There are, there's some amazing moms out there. It's, yeah. it's incredible. I know if some moms in that situation, they're like, no, I'm going to make him, I'm going to say like, no, he can pay like 250 bucks. I could see. And honestly, I could see that. So if the father's, if the father is, it's just, let's say it's one child, right? Yeah. Just, I mean, and per child, I think that's okay ish. And some people might, might argue, but if he's taking care of all the insurance needs, right? Yeah. He's doing all that, um, everything, and, and he's trying to handle his own business. If you force him to have to work more, right, you're penalizing him because he's handling his business. Yeah. He can't have spent as much time, but it just, I, I think, honestly, I really think 250 is a good number. And I hate saying that, but it's true. I mean, like, think about food every month. Yeah. I mean, I look at some of the situations too. What if dad's making like 350K a year? Is 250 the fair amount? Well, let's rerun things. Is dad, I mean, obviously, is the kid taken care of? How much time does he spend at dad's house? Does is, is he get the same? Is the goal to make the lifestyle the same in both households? Or is it, it to be. just make sure the kid is taken care of. Yeah. And it should be all about the child. Yeah. Are you being taken care of? What are your needs? Yeah. Do you have new clothes at dad's house? Yeah. Do you have new clothes at mom's house? Yeah. Okay. Great. Well, no, I mean like I'm not here like, so, you know, they go, well, what about utilities? What about this? And I'm like, okay, but is like, how much do you spend in utilities? Let's about electricity. Let's be honest. It depends on the state. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, I mean, okay. Are so, you a Vista or are you Kootenai electric? Cause you, there's a big difference. And I'm going to say, like, for me, right? So I spend at most, the highest I've spent on the entire house. 160 With gas and electric. In the coldest winter we've ever had here so far. Or the hottest summer running the right? AC 24-7. One, it was 150, uh, 145, yeah, one, 150, right? Yeah. So 160 is a range, right? So if I'm giving... I've got a two-story house, so mine's a little bit harder to keep cool. Yeah. So I yeah. mean, same thing, right? So, but, so you, you think about it, though, and you're like, okay... If that's the highest utility bill there is, there shouldn't be a need to be any higher than that. There's no way that's for that one room or even for multiple rooms. Like if you think about that whole 250, right? So let's say 150 bucks goes towards utilities for the child and all that. Yeah. And the rest, the extra, the other hundred goes for 
um, random clothes, random uh, bathroom stuff, right? Lunches. And then I food. mean, stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense. A hundred bucks. Like I could see, that's why I can see two fifty. It totally makes sense. Maybe a little more, but beyond that, where, where's the excess going? You know, and the part is like, there really is a lot at play in all of this too, because you have to look at the, the lifestyle choice of each individual parent. Mm-hmm. If one chooses to, that has the ability to work, right? And work a full-time job and have whatever, but chooses to live in a certain way, it's not my job to carry their butt in a sling, right? It's my job to make sure that my kid has food on the table. Yep. The problem is, is that I I struggle with is like, I, at my house, he will never go hungry. And if I find out he's going hungry at the other party's house. You're going to fix that. Yeah. I'm going to fix it. I'm going to be pissed about it mm-hmm. because there's probably a problem behind the scenes about it. Yeah. But I'm going to make sure the dang well, he's got something to eat. Oh, exactly. Yeah. This and, is all, this, I mean, this all ties into the wage gap also. When they talk about yeah. the male, female wage gap. The reason that it's there, it, it's not that there is a gap and because there kind of is, but there's not really. It, it's the it fact depends that depends in the situation. And it really does. But, playing in the N- WNBA. Well, yeah, but no, not, no, even not, in that aspect. So you got to think. Percentages, so percentages of if, the gate, right? Yeah. yeah if, if you look at, if you look at the WNBA, the women like met, make less money than the men. Well, why is that? Because it brings in less advertising dollars. It brings in less viewership dollars. It brings everything in, because you go to a WNBA game and there's, 500 people in the stands. That's it. You go to an NBA game, there might be 15. And there's, yeah, 1,000. And they're they're selling out jerseys and they're selling out craziness. And and it's people just enjoy watching the men play harder and physically and and crazy, right? This has nothing to do with sexism or anything like that. That just has everything to do with marketing. Yeah, and that's really what it is. It's capitalism. Um, And and it's like when you talk about, when you talk about all of it, but it's like women traditionally and, right, don't go out and become welders yeah. or construction laborers or they, they don't AC. They don't, yeah. they don't become building engineers or, or anything like that. They don't do those, those jobs that are paying more, that are more demanding. Women are particularly, they're, they're doing, Oh, I want to be a social worker. I want to be a whatever. They didn't start Microsoft. Like, I mean, you, they're not wanting to take the risk and they're also wanting to spend more time with family because yeah, that's is, where the priority is. Fine. And, and that's good. That's, that's yeah. where your heart is. Right. I'd yeah. love to spend more time with my family. I mean, that's really, I, I would love to do that, but someone's cool got to make is, more money. So here's a great thing, right? Women are beginning to earn more, right? Mm-hmm. There's more. Because dad. they're choosing There's those more different men. jobs. There's more men choosing to be stay-at-home dads. Yep. And I think that's amazing. It's totally incredible. Yeah. But at, at what point does it, is it going to flip the script and go, well, men want to make as much as women? There, right? will, there will be an equalizer at some point. And it, it, it really is. That, but really, I mean, we don't look at gender anymore, right? No, I mean, and we don't. Yeah, we have to you go to alphabet gender now. But so it's why does it matter if it's men versus women? Because then you could throw in X, Y, or Z. Well, I mean, in my industry, there are more women making more money than men. Oh, I, I know at that company there is right. Yes, and that, that's a big thing. So there is there the is top ten no, percent of earners in that company are women. Yeah, they all are. There is no wage gap. It's no. are you putting the time in and the effort? Yes or no? And that's really what it is. You you're getting the same salary. Yeah, you're getting everything unless you have different. If I skill go into sets. the fashion industry. Are you Calvin Klein? I mean, are you Giorgio Armani? There's there's some pretty high earners there, but you look at the grand scheme of everybody working. Mm-hmm. Who's going to probably have the higher? Do wage? male models make more than female models? No, no, not at all. No, not no, even no, close, no. right? Yeah, Giselle Bundchen. I mean, does she out earn Tom even Brady? Close. Yeah, yeah. Like, let's be real. Huh. So we we have to stop going. Oh, we want to be equal because we are equal. When you look at it, there there is no underlying law that says women can get paid less. 
And if they do get paid less, then you can sue because, hey, I'm not making as much as, as my counterpart. As long as you're doing the exact same job, the exact same way. Don't take less. Yep. Everything's got to be equal, right? Yeah. But it's it's just, it's, it's crazy right now. So, yeah. I don't know, man. Um, so, <laughs> we, dang, rabbit hole. I'm so oh. sorry. We oh, totally went off. Way. Hey, hey, hey. Would you, uh, oh, is that the, uh, is that, oh, that's nice. That's a sweet hat. Yeah, it is. That's from our friends at uh, Patriot Men's Company. Is it? That's a nice hat. That's sweet. Dude, I, I saw you put it down. I was like, what? That's, yeah, Justin, I need one of those. Those are nice. Yeah. Get on that. That's a solid, that's a solid hat. That is a great hat, right? The trucker style in the back with mm-hmm. nice patch in the front. Dude, you know, I like I like being able to breathe. I don't like my head being hot. I don't know. And I'm not I'm a big hat person, and I get, but like, it just has to. And I have thick hair. Yeah. So, dude, my head has to breathe. Otherwise, I'm sweating all the time. Drives me insane. Yeah. yeah. But, uh. Sorry as I fall down. No, it's all right. <laughs> uh, Patriot Med Company. Great. Uh, Christmas is coming up. Oh, dude. The stockings. I'm telling you. I'm t- I've been telling you for months. We have been, yeah. yeah. The stockings. It is the, the soap. It's the bomb. The beard balm. The hand hand combat cream. It's all bomb. Every, and now the shirts. Ugh! But, dude, everybody that we've hooked up with loves that it. has tried it yeah. loves it. Loves it. They actually go out and try and find it. Like, that's. We can't say enough. You guys really Gotta get go out the, there. Go to the website. Go to your thing. Hook it up. Patreon Man Company. Yep. And with that, we'll be right back. Yeah. Dude, what's, I what's, will, I will steal the crap out of my kid's Heath Bar. Heath Bar? I think, I think, I don't think he's ever had one because I've eaten them all. I think 100 grand is probably the best candy bar ever. 100 grand frozen. Oh, so good. What's the worst one? What's that? What's that one? That's, Three Musketeers sucks. It's not amazing, but Whoppers, it's not the worst. Whoppers suck. There, there's one, it's, it's like white. It's like a white taffy almost. It's got nuts in it. A big honk? Is that what that is? There's it's got what, peanuts in it. Maybe. And there's also one that's like the the wrapper looks like yellow checkerboard. Abba Zabba? Is that what that is? Yeah. I don't it's, think it's Abba very Zabba good. Abba Zabba is like the taffy with peanut butter. It's actually pretty solid. No. Yeah. I don't really. All right. All right. I don't think it's very good. Have you watched like the, what's the movie with Dave Chappelle and uh, the old one? Um, the one that's about selling weed. <laughs> Anyways, uh, Abba Zappa, you're my only friend. Yeah. Uh, okay. Abba Zappa. No, I mean, my kid, the Heath Bar, I love Heath Bar. I don't know if he's so, ever had one because I eat them all. <laughs> Dad tax. I, my, my top three, Snickers. I love Snickers. Snickers actually made a Rocky Road version once. Ooh. I found it once. It was the best thing I've ever had. A mocha I've Snickers never seen it again. Be, a mocha oh, Snickers yum. would be so good. Yeah, we really would be too. Twix. I've got that. So, okay. Well, Twix is good. Um, I'm going to say Charleston Chew. Oh, wow. Freeze that mother and then smack it on something and eat the little shards. Oh my gosh. You might as well be eating like a sugar daddy. No, Charleston Chew's so good. Nah. So good. Really? Frozen milk duds. Oh, I've never tried that. Yeah. Because they're so hard to eat. If they're yeah, because you eat them, they, your teeth like get stuck together and you're like, oh. It's- if you want to know you got a cavity, just chew on a milk dud. There you go. You'll find it real fast. <laughs> hey, so we're back, by the way. Yeah. Um, obviously. Uh, we were, back from break. We were chatting candy a little bit. Um, dude, do you ever get separation anxiety? All the time. your kids? Absolutely, all the time. It's so weird that when you're a single dad, you get so used to having them around because you, you love it. Even when you don't love it, you love it. But when they're gone, you're like, what do I do? And it's usually like you want a break, but it's after about four and a half hours. You're like, oh, I miss my kid. And you're like, what am I supposed to be doing with myself yeah. right now? Like, everything's done. I'm not being woke up in the middle of the night. I'm not like, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, I don't have to get up at 6.30 in the morning because I want to watch cartoons and eat breakfast. Like, <sighs> Yeah, no, it's freaking weird, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, there. Gosh, I remember right when it started, when it all happened, you know. And my kids were away. I would just lay in bed, yeah. dude, and just do nothing because there was 
nothing. I don't watch a and lot like, of TV. I had I to young. force myself. I had to mo- I physically had to be like, get up. I had to force myself. It was yep. so tough. And there was that argument in your head. You're like, you know, why, why do I need to get up? What's the point? Yeah. And my kids would be like, oh, everything's great. My kids are here. Oh, that's going to be awesome, you know? Some of I don't know if you have like the tendency when your kids were around to like run yourself ragged though. Yeah, you can do it. You can totally do yeah. it. Like for me, so I always, <laughs> everything in my house is structured and it's not a military thing. It was that I knew my kids needed that structure. Yeah. So it was like 8.30 was bedtime. Boom. Oh, always. Every night, no matter what, right? Routine. So, I'm a creature of routine with my kid because. It's, it's the only way to survive. Yeah. Really? I mean, you, but you it, they, they thrive in it too. Mm-hmm. Like they sleep better. Everything like the meals kind of come at the same time. They have expectations, which is so weird. If you go out of your routine, guess what time they're normally hungry? Yep. The structured time. They'll be like eight o'clock in the morning. Oh, I want breakfast. By noon, they want lunch. By so, five thirty, they want dinner. Like I, I've turned my kids into Pavlov's dogs. Since they were very, very young, um, we've always said a certain prayer every night. And it's mm-hmm. basic, it's nothing special, right? Yep. And literally at the very end they would yawn. Every time. So now I still, I still do it to this day and they yawn every time. And I laugh because I tell them, I'm like, dude, you're my trained little dogs, aren't you? Oh, that's awesome. It's freaking hilarious. So they try and fight it now, but yeah, they're totally trained. It's awesome. It was like a, I think that was an episode of big bang theory. (laughs) Really? It was like a noise. And like every time you get like a piece of candy and like all of a sudden he's like holding out his hand and then he didn't get it. And he's like, what happened? (laughs) Dude, it's true though. (laughs) But this is, this is why we set those routines and those schedules because at that time, their body gets used to it, and they, yeah. they literally turn into Pavlov's dog, where they go, oh, it's time for this. Well, oh, it's and, and it makes your life so much easier. Yeah, and I can, I can like, um, with my kid, I have like three or four different songs that we'll play at night before we mm-hmm. go to bed. That's I cool. I play two of them, lights out, every time. Awesome. Every time. Totally awesome. We used to do, um, we'd listen to Mike Rose podcast. His voice, I could see, like... Dude, he, the stories that he would talk about, mm-hmm. about these amazing things, um, my kids loved, dude, totally loved them. Huh. Learning and find it, listen to a couple of them, you'll be like, this is amazing. So uh, there's the, I don't know if you ever heard of like the Bible Project and the Gospel Project. Uh, like YouTube videos. Yep. But it's like interactive, visual, like type weaving through like how, why certain things are in the Bible the way they are. Hmm. And like between the Old Testament, why is it told this way? Like in the New Testament, why is it explained this way? And like, What's behind it? Well, where does this go back to? It goes all the way back and follows a rabbit trail back to the Old Testament. Cool. And it, it's like these, like, and they're all like five, six minutes long. Oh, that's all. That's nothing. Yeah. And so, like, but it, it teaches you about how to learn about why the Bible is the way it is. Well, we'll watch those now. And he's like, oh, I mean, like a little kid. He's like me, yeah. Them. But visually, they're so aesthetically kind of like, I appreciate it because it's not stimulating him. Mm-hmm. It's more like he follows it, like the creation story, especially. He now understands like, the ins and outs of why Adam and Eve were, that was the way it was and why day one, day two, day three, and like involved with all that. And like, God's still there. Here's a funny it was thing. Pretty, it was pretty awesome. So speaking of Adam and Eve, we know that Eve came from the rib. Yep. Right. Um, the, not the McRib. No, not the McRib, <laughs> but fun pet names. If yeah. you're married, call your wife, the spare rib, call her your ribeye. Um, you could call her your better half. Because that's where it came from. Yeah. This is, that could go on forever about that. That's like the worst I'm just dad ribbing joke ever. I'm yeah. just ribbing you. I mean, seriously, <laughs> as, as, yeah. as dads, we appreciate all of those stupid things. But yeah, I mean, seriously, it's, uh, you should play with that more. We're guaranteed to get an eye roll. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but exactly. Yeah. So uh, so the, we so we, we played Bismarckies. Yeah. 
He, what's the name of the song? Again? Is it just a friend? Just a friend. Just a friend. Oh, because we're talking about something that uh, that yep. that bugs the hell out of me personally, and that's the friend zone. But you ever been in not, the friend zone? Of course, dude, it sucks. But but not the way that people think that I'm going to talk about this. Because okay. I'm going to the other aspect. So I was watching this TikTok um, as I do sometimes about a kid, and it, obviously it was a movie. But basically, he's in art class. He's in front of the class, and he creates this really cool looking like picture thing and then he tosses dust on it. Right. Mm-hmm. And it happens to be the exact visage of his crush. Who's in the class. Yeah. And she's looking at him like, Oh, well, right. And I was like, dude, this is cool. And I'm, I'm going to the, the comments to be like, well, what is this? What is the movie? What's going on? And every comment is literally, Oh, RIP friend zone. Yeah. yeah. She totally friend zoned him after that. Like literally every one of these things. Right. Yeah. And in my head, I'm like, dude, so what? Yeah. Like, what if she did? What What if she wasn't into that way? What if he, he's her crush, or she's his crush, right? Did I say that right? But he isn't her crush. And that's what we need to remember is that like- Being able to function even if that person doesn't have feelings back for you? Yeah. Yeah. Like, like okay, so what? So you put yourself out there and what, you get put you, in the friend zone. What are you going to do? Take your ball and go home? Go sulk because she won't date you, but she's not worth being a friend of? And that's that's what I'm coming from. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, dude, I don't have to fall in love with every girl I meet. No. You they, don't have to they might be loved back. They might really like me or really want whatever, but I might be like, wow, you're just so, you're, you're an amazing person. I want in my life, but yeah. I'm not sexually attracted to you and we're going to be friends. Yep. And and that's okay. Yeah, absolutely. It's okay. Could you imagine if, if every girl who went out at a date, right. And the guy paid for dinner. If every guy was He's like, supposed to sleep with me now. Yeah. You, you didn't put out. Yeah. That's what that's we what you're saying. We didn't make out afterwards. Like you're what? That's, it, that's literally <laughs> the friend zone. Oh, so I'm mean like because that's what that's what people are ex- exclaiming. Like oh, yeah. friend zone, right? But that's just an easy way to say. So I did something grand, and they should do something so for me. Supposed, yeah. So you like you expect a chick to put out because Sorry, I'm a little fired up. No, Sorry. I'm following you though. Like I mean, isn't that right though? Yeah, absolutely. Like, could you imagine if you went if if your friend was like, hey, come over, let's have dinner, right? How manipulative are you? Like, where are your intentions? If when you get shut down and thrown in the friend zone, mm-hmm. like you get pissed and never talk to the person again. And is the friend zone so bad? Because if you have that good connection, there's not a lot of drama there. I know exactly. And <laughs> and if if you have that connection with somebody, and and it is on on that level, but it's not romantic. Like, what's wrong with that? Well, let's play out the scenario of what if you didn't get put in the friend zone, right? Mm-hmm. And then a month later, you find out you guys are completely in, incompatible. And you just ruined that. You now great hate friendship. each other. Now you hate each other. Yeah. Like one of you, you're so abrasive to each other. Now you want nothing to do with each other because you became romantic and now everything's ruined. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So, yes, it hurts. Let's be honest. I mean, like I, there was, there were girls that were like, look, don't fall for me. Yeah. And it seems like every time somebody says that you fall for them because you're a dumbass. And there's t- how many times have we been given like cop outs? Like you've been yeah. given crap, crap excuses for why they don't want to go on a date with you. Yep. And it's true. It's happened to every flipping guy and it's and it happened to some girls. Yeah, it right? does. It does. Because you can see right through it as a guy. You're like, mm-hmm. yeah, I know that's not true, but okay, I'll take your crappy answer yep. and move on. But we have to, we have to accept it. So, I mean like, yeah. so I've had girls tell me that and I've totally like, there are some girls that I've totally head over heels for and I don't know why. And it was something about them just, just yeah. drew me in. And I was friend zoned and I'm like, uh, you know, it's frustrating because you're like, man, I see all this in you that like, I am crazy about, but it's not reciprocated, but you know what? I can be the bigger guy. Well, and it's okay because I'm cool with being the friend. I'm like, you know what? 
I want, because I care, I want what's best for you. And maybe that's not me. So cool story, right? Listen, I'll give you a give real you life got. example, right? My friend Courtney. Uh-oh. Um, Names. Sorry. She doesn't, she might listen. I don't know. <laughs> but there's like 10,000 Courtney's okay, out there. Yep, so there is. What I'm talking about, right? Her and her boyfriend, right? They're, I could, should say fiance now. Oh, okay. They've known each other for like 15 years. Okay. They've been, be- they were best friends for a long time. Mm-hmm. Totally didn't see each other in that light. She went through a couple crappy relationships and she's like, my perspective of men completely changed. And then all of a sudden he comes back into the picture and I see him and I'm like madly in love with him. So remember when we had that conversation about God's time? Yeah. And how I always talk about how like we might be in a spot where we really want something, but but the other person isn't ready for that yet. Yeah. That's what I mean by God's time. Yeah. Here's the funny part about this, right? Okay. He was okay with being friends. He didn't really see her in that light either. Oh. He doesn't go through necessarily that situation. She realizes she really likes him. He's not too keen on it quite yet. All of a sudden, he like moves away for a little bit, comes back. Boom. He's in love. (laughs) It's like, ah, cool story. And I'm like, I love that story. That's amazing. That is amazing. Yeah. Cause it really you, like, you talk about God's timing and, and the thing about it is, is like, sometimes it just takes a, a, a time for our heart to change or our perspective to change mm-hmm. to realize like, it's not always looks, it's not always going to be attraction. Yeah. That's going to bring us to that person. There's going to be other things that we're going to, all of a sudden we see, and it's like character goes such a long way, especially as you get older and you just realize that that person is just a good person. I mean, you want to be with good people. Young and dumb is a true statement. Yeah, absolutely. Because you really are so superficial at that point. Even absolutely. when you're like, what, you know, what's funny is like when you're young and you're like, oh, I'm so deep. I've got wisdom and I've got yeah. this and I spot poetry and I know everything about the world. And, why and then you the, get old and you're like, oh, I was a dumbass. Yeah. Well, even like that's why the mid thirties is so hard to date because you still have both ends. You yep. see the good, but you still expect the smoke in like 10. Yeah. And, and you look in the mirror and you may not be a 10. Like, there, I mean, there are 10s yeah. out there that are already above and beyond that level. Right. Yeah. And that's a crazy part. So it's all plausible, but it really is like the friend zone's not this awful place. No. It's not horrible unless you have an expectation that you deserve or you're owed something. It is the best place to grow. Oh, dude, so much. Right? And the reality is that if you are friend-zoned, you can, I mean, you ever you seen the movie Just Friends with Ryan yeah. Reynolds and Amy uh, yeah, Smart? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Flip and love it. But it took forever for him and for her to make that connection together. Mm-hmm. It just, they had it's to become, a, it's a Hallmark type thing, you know, and a, whatever, but oh, like, I love that movie. <laughs> I do. But no, I mean, I totally understand that. And I think that it goes to motives, right? It really does go down to motives as a guy. Mm-hmm. Like if you get miffed because you got friend zoned, you got to remember like not everybody's for you. When you're in the dating world, that means you would end up married a hundred times out of a hundred with every person you're with. If I'm going to be honest, I've you. had sex with people that were not in mine, should not have been in my bed. I'm not perfect. I mean, like, this is our podcast, right? Yeah, yeah, no, no, we're we're not perfect parents. We're not perfect no, people. And I don't no. want to come off as, ooh, I'm so special and I know everything. No. It's because I've gone through all the bad that I, I know so much good. Things, <laughs> things that hurt instruct, right? And yeah. we, we've talked about that. Yeah. And, and I mean, and it's true. Like it's, but I was young and dumb. Like when you're young and dumb, you think about what you want in your bed. You don't think about what you want in your heart. Yeah. And that's the worst part because- after you have them in your bed, you're like, oh, this is not what it's I want in my heart. It's not always what you want in your head. Either. And it, like, yeah, yeah, exactly. It didn't turn out the way I wanted it to be. Yeah. Um, and that's, you guys, college people, everybody, you're going to learn it. It's just, it's how it is. And I hate saying that, but it's true. But 
It is. It, it's one of those moments where, I mean, um, the friend zone is an exceptional place to be because you really get to learn someone's heart and their character in the friend zone. Yeah. I mean, think about it. Absolutely. When you're friends with somebody, how honest are they with you? Most of the time. You, and you get to find out the annoying nuances. Everything. I mean, you get to find out their habits. Yep. You may hear the stories about what they do with other people. And then you're like, oh, okay, I'm glad I'm not. Uh. And that's really the truth. That's, <laughs> you that's like, where you cow. Like you'd be able to call them like, dude, you're being manipulated. This all get out, knock mm-hmm. it off. And and you can go, man, I'm glad that wasn't me. Yeah. Cause they're like, oh, the friend zone is a beautiful spot to create something lasting or to find out you don't want anything lasting at all. The friend. Yeah. I, th- I would say the friend zone, you get to learn a little bit more. Because then you could see the back end of like what could have been in that relationship. Yep. And you're like, uh, I dodged a bullet there. Yeah. Doesn't mean you throw that person away as a friend, but it just means don't romantically get involved with that individual. The friend zone is, is very much, I feel like it, it should be a woke term. Stay away from the friend with benefits. So. <laughs> That's a scary one. <laughs> That's another aspect of the friend zone that you don't want to go down that rabbit trail. I mean, it might be at first it's fun, but then you're not, dating you're not anything there's no specific so they're off doing what they want yeah i've been in a situation where i was in that scenario and um i was like you know what i want to date this person i think i really want to date this person and i was like yep I, we're gonna, this is gonna happen because when i when i do i'm not like with four people one time i won't even talk with four people one time it doesn't happen yeah because i just you know, i'm old school like that but you know in in that scenario one of the people went out did the thing with somebody came back was like, well, I had to do it because he had a big thing. And I'm like, dude, mine's not big enough. Obviously I wasn't thinking that, but I was like, my instantly I'm going, wow. Yeah. I can't believe that you came back and told me this because <laughs> clearly we're going nowhere. Yeah. And at that point I was like, okay, bye. I was like, I'm done. You know, we're still friends and that's all good, but you don't play that game. You know, and that, and that's why, I mean, I don't want to keep going back to the biblical aspect. That's such a big part of my life. They're like, why is it there? Like, why is it talked about to abstain from that when you're courting somebody, right? And if you're not going to be courting that individual, yeah, be friends with them and don't let that enter the picture because it does convolute everything. It does muddy the waters like a ton. You know, I think it totally can. But I think the issue is that it's more, what page are we on? Be honest with each other when you go into a relationship and go, or even a friend zone relationship and go, look, what, what are we? Yeah. I don't want to cross a barrier that we shouldn't. And then if you're having sex with somebody, absolutely sit down and go, what are we? Are we together or are we just having sex? Does that mean yeah. you're going out with somebody else having sex somewhere else there? Because if they say that, that's when you go, that's okay. That's an easy way to ruin the friendship too. Yeah. And, and you got to go, okay, yeah. I'm, if you're out having sex with other people, clearly I'm not doing that. Then we have two different two different paths are walking. Yeah. So I'm going to have to ask you to walk away yeah. and it sucks to do that, but that's really the truth. I mean, that's really where you, cause you have to protect your heart. Oh, for sure. Um, what's, what's the verse about, uh, don't give to the pigs what is precious or whatever. Yep. Cast pearls before his one. And yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah. That's one of my favorites <laughs> because all too often we are casting our pearls before the swine and they're yeah. just trampling on it because we don't realize that they're swine yet. Yeah. And I'm not saying everybody's Miss Piggy, but she likes her pearls. <laughs> I think she really does. She always wears pearls, doesn't she? Yeah. <laughs> Sweet. That's why I always thought it was funny when I saw that. I'm like, I got the joke. I'm like, ah, nice. pearls yeah. on swine. Ah, that's pretty funny. But uh, really, yeah. I mean, so the friend zone is, is just, it's, it's almost a way to create more division. It's to say, look, I am so upset that I'm going to say she's awful because she friends on me. So or he. here's something I, I was, I wanted to take a rabbit trail on. Yes. And it's the, the individuals that, you know, 
Can you have a best friend of the opposite sex? Absolutely, I would say yes. Yeah. We're in a part of our generation that I see it becoming more common. Mm-hmm. I think it should be more acceptable. Obviously, I think it depends on your boundaries. Yeah. Because right? I'm huge on boundaries, right? Yep. You have to be comfortable within those bounds. If you're going to be with somebody, they have to understand that those boundaries are in place. Like, mm-hmm. if you have somebody that enters a picture that gets jealous of that situation, I'm not going to say, eh, bros before hoes, but she's one of my bros, right? I'm going to say, you know, like, let's talk about this. I'm not going to throw that person away if they're jealous of a situation. I want to be cognizant that if, if there is discomfort about that situation, I'm going to address it. Okay, fine. We're not going to hang out one-on-one at one of each other's houses if we're best friends because that makes my significant other who I'm now with uncomfortable. If that's the situation, yes. Yeah. Totally. I mean, But if, if, you, if you are best friends and you've got a significant other, then you're probably doing everything together. Yeah. So I'll, I'll put this, my Lang and Monica have been my best friends forever, right? Since yeah. high school, since whatever. Um, Lang used to work late nights, right? And Monica would be like, I want to go out and do stuff. Yeah. And Lang was like, dude, go ahead, go have fun. Bring yeah. Tristan with you. And so I'd go out and I'd do girls night. Cause I was that guy. I didn't care. We'd sing in the car. We'd do all sorts of crazy stuff. I'd yeah, take all the girls out. I was the driver. Permanent wingman. Like, I really like yeah. literally dude. It was, it was crazy. But <laughs> I was, I was invited to the, uh, the bachelorette party. Cause I'm one of the girls and I'm like, I don't care. It's, it's all fun. Cause I've been the best friend for years yeah. that we have that relationship that I know that, Hey, you can trust me with her. Yeah. He knows without a shadow of a doubt, nothing. I'll never break that friendship. Yeah. He's and- my brother. Right now I've had other people. Other, other spouses of people go, Hey, let's go out and get a beer. And I'm like, Hmm, this yeah. feels wrong. Yep. I don't want to do this you know, because the boundary hasn't been set that you know, they don't understand where my heart is. And I'll look at it. Like, I mean, people made fun of Mike Pence for it, like mm-hmm. former vice president, because he wouldn't have a female assistant. He had a male assistant because yep. he wouldn't be one-on-one with a woman. He didn't want to Bill Clinton things. Yeah, well, that's, that's, that's what it was. That's intelligent, right? Yeah. But also it's because he wanted to respect his wife enough to say like, I'm not going to put myself in a position that could, whether something or not happens or not. Yep. And it's not that I don't trust myself. He didn't want the temptation at it's all. It's the anyway. message that I want to send that I'm going to be upstanding enough that I'm not going to put that out there that like, if the potential of something could happen, it yep. won't. And even if it's true or not, that's still not going to enter the picture because of where I'm at. I don't and, think many people thought about it that way. Yeah. I, I think they were like, Oh, just a guy hiring another guy to, to further the male patriarchy or something Some of them, some like of them did call that, or they were saying like, it's like the, the, um, what they said about Amy Coney Barrett when she got hired, like the like white hat ladies, the Puritan culture mm-hmm. type thing where it's just, Oh, it's just that religious Puritan culture taking over. And no, it's I, not that it is at, at all. It's, I feel like, I mean, that was, uh, that's a great way to honor his wife, especially, yeah. I mean, so in that situation. If as, I had Kaylee McEnany as my assistant. She's so hot. I know, right? <laughs> and like, but like, here's the deal. She's married mm-hmm. to a professional baseball player. who's a handsome guy, by the way. Um, oh, well, that makes sense now. I, no, well, yeah, I mean. I'm totally. I'm, but like, I if I had that. her as my assistant, like, is there going to be some sort of temptation visually well, to like okay. gawk at her? Here's the thing. I mean, like, I'm a freaking guy. Let's, let's right? talk about office life, right? <clears throat> office life. A six in the office or a six outside is a 10 in the office if you spend enough time with them. Well, and it's just the endearing factor of like how it, you whether or not on. you intend on things, you tend to build relationship with the people yep. you're around the most, right? 100%. It sends the wrong message. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I'm like, I'm okay having a best friend that's a female in it. But if I'm, if I'm married now and I have a best friend that's a female and my wife is uncomfortable with that or like 
thinks that it looks bad, I'm going to honor my wife before I'm going to honor my best friend because I've, you know, yep. betrothed myself to my wife. And your wife is going to understand that. So the, the hard part, people are going to be like, oh, you're going to do that? You know, screw your best, whatever. No, it's, it's that Ryan is saying his wife is going to know about the situation in the first place. Yeah. They're all going to be together and understanding. She's going to go, oh, I know your best friends. I know you don't have that kind of attraction or whatever, right? She'll get it. But she might also go, you know, it just, it, it looks bad. Is it cool if you just hang out with her when I'm around also? Yeah. And Ryan goes, you know what? I want to respect you. Absolutely. That's all right. Yeah. And you know, I'm not going to like, okay, if I'm married, am I going to go to dinner with a female best friend and say, I run into a couple of people from church. What's it look like I'm doing? Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean I'm actually on a date, but does it look like that I'm on a date? Yep. Looks like I'm cheating on my wife. Doesn't it? Yeah, it sends the wrong. Me- it's the same thing, and uh, so that's what you want to be really, really to me careful. in that situation. I don't know if I care a ton about what other people think. That's me. Yes, right. And and but I go. To, I totally get what you're saying. It's like when you know Monica and I would go out. Like, dude, we went to three fifteen tapas multiple times, right? Yeah. And but it was me and her and like two other girls. That's so a, I mean, clearly yeah. it was a, it was a yeah. it was a bro date. <laughs> clearly you were one of the girls yeah, yeah, i was dude ladies night. Didn't, you know honestly yeah. <laughs> there, there was so much we had like our own little cd playlist there were like duets because monica and i were in choir our entire lives together and so Don't we were, go break my heart. so much fun yeah, yeah we we were done <laughs> but no i mean that's kind of the rabbit trail that i wanted to take that because like our it's an honor piece. direction well in our direction of our culture is changing a bit more to where you can have opposite sex best friends mm-hmm. and be just best friends yep and I, you see it as kids all the time. I mean, I look at my Owen at school. He's, you know, a couple of girls in his class he's really good friends with. Does that mean that he's like one of the, I mean, like, does it mean he's trying to date those girls? No, they like get along. Like it's, why can't we get along? Right. And it makes me think yeah. of the movie, my girl. Yeah. Right. It, except the, for you don't, were, don't die from bee stings. Yeah, yeah. Don't die from bee stings. <laughs> don't go. I mean, had, did he not know he was allergic to bees? I don't know. That's what drove me insane. I'm like, damn, yeah. the, the kid, bees are scary. Run, jump in the water. Oh, I'm going to go back after your stupid ring, even though the bees are there. He didn't, I, he had to have not known. Yeah. I don't, I don't know how he didn't know. Every, everybody gets stung by a bee when they're And then kid. she had the crush on the teacher and then it got a little weird. Oh, that was awkward a lot. Yeah. Yeah. It was not okay there. I mean, I get it though. There are a lot of little girls that, that do have a crush on their teachers. That That's common. Yeah, but there's but, some, there's that girl should have been in counseling. Let's yeah, like a lot, a lot, a lot. <laughs> yeah, Veda. Yeah, a lot yeah, of weird yeah, about yeah. that show. And then My Girl Two happened, and it was the same scenario. I didn't watch that one yet. I didn't either. I just uh, I, I was like, wait, what? There's a number, another one. Yeah, it screwed me off. Um, so how do you? How <laughs> <Sorry>. do you? <laughs> so one thing that I do notice too, and then like I see the term on the board, like we're looking at yeah. the TV, uh, friendophobic, right? Or That's friend-phobic? I made that up. Friendphobic. Yeah, were you afraid? Are you afraid of? building friendships with other people so you don't fall in love with them. Yeah. Like yeah, that's weird, isn't it? I mean, I, um, I get it. If you, if you've come out of a bad relationship, I mean, you could be afraid of if you've been hurt by people like in even family, are you afraid to build lasting relationships or friendships with people? Cause you're afraid they're going to hurt you. Well, I mean, it, like there's, there's a lot of angles to take that. Like way, you think about it, you, you go on a date with somebody, you realize that it, it's not going to work out. They're not for you. Right. Do you just drop them 100% completely or do you maintain a friendship because you can't have one or the other? What if you get along really well, but there's no attraction at all? Yeah. You know, it, it's so, there are so many, there are so many movies where it's like, okay, well, I'll just kiss him and find out if you, if you care about him, right? <laughs> and they kiss. You kiss a they, lot of frogs that way. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but, but they kiss and they look at you and they go, no, nah, did nothing for me at all. Right. Yep. 
Okay, so at that point, did these people stay friends or did they just walk separate ways because they couldn't handle not being in a relationship with each other? Yeah. It doesn't make any sense, people. We've got to stop using friend zone as a negative connotation and start taking it for what it is because it's a great spot to be. But also at the same time, ladies or guys, don't. if you're going to put them in the friend zone, tell them. Yeah. Don't lead them on that they think that there's still an outside chance and that's why they're continuing to hang around. Or they want to be that shoulder to cry on and then, oh, girl. Or you want to use oh, them poor, for, well, think poor, about poor it. girl, poor girl. And then it turns into a back rub. Hey, you want a and, back rub? Yeah. 15 I mean, seconds later, it's over. Yeah. No, but I mean, there's guys <laughs> that do true. that that hang in the friend zone long enough expecting to like pick off a chick when she's like hurt. And it's like, oh, oh I got out of the front. I escaped. You're at your low, like, baby. Dude, you're being as me... manipulative as those piece of crap dudes that freaking use Wait, them. Wait, you mean showing up at a girl's house that's crying with a heating pad, with ice cream, chocolate and... wine, and chocolate ice cream, and massage oil, have and some, some candles? Wine. Have some wine. Just keep drinking. Oh, you poor let's, thing. Let's watch some rom coms together. We'll make it uh-huh. all better. I'll sit closer and closer. It's okay. And closer. Oh, I slipped on you. Yeah. Oops. Oh, sorry, my hand. I didn't mean to touch you there. Wow. Oh, you're okay with it. Oh, I'm going to keep Sweet. It. Yeah. Get her done. <laughs> like, <laughs> but yeah, guys, if you're that dude, like knock it off. Knock it off. Oh, there's so many people out there. Ladies, if you're really leading a guy on, make sure he knows he's in the friend zone. Here's the Don't, thing. Don't like leave him somewhere because he's the safety net. If you are, if you are with a friend and you know he wants more than that, but you love the fact that he brings you Red Bull or he brings you things and he's always catering to you. You love that but you don't want anything else to do with him, you're a jerk. Let him go. You're a jerk. Because you, you really, you're just using him, him. If you keep him around, you're a jerk. I mean, that's like awful. You're a bad person. And that's, that's the best part. Out. You're a bad person. The people that truly are friend zoned are the ones that where the girl's like, you know what? I know he can't handle it and I need to stay away. And I kind of respect them more because they, they made the decision to go, yes, I understand. So like, I mean, I'll go back. It was like seven, eight months ago, right? Yep. Individual that um, I'd asked out, right? I was like, and you know, she agreed, but we didn't actually make it to the date. Like before the date kind of, I don't want to say blew me off, but you could say cold feet, whatever. Yeah. Hesitant. Um, and said like, nah, I don't think this is going to work. Um, just want to pump the brakes before we get anything started. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Do you want to be friends or anything? And she never responded. And I'm like, hmm, okay. I didn't get friend zoned. Yeah. I just, I got blown off. Doesn't make her a terrible person. No, she told me she didn't want a relationship. Obviously, the lack of response. Could she have said, like, nah, I think it's better that we just go our separate ways. Like, mm-hmm. your life is a little too crazy for what I've got going on or whatever. I don't care. Yep. Tell me. Be be blunt, right? I like, I like facts. I like being blunt. Tell me. Like, don't leave me hanging guessing. And and so she, like, when I said, hey, do, like, do you want to be friends? I can, like, I'm totally cool with that. Like, I got plenty. And, you know, it's like the same time she had said, like, I've got plenty of friends. I'd be like. Got it. Cool. All do you right. think that good luck? Do you think that though that, that girls do get that? Hey, let's just be friends. Then it's okay if you don't want to date me, whatever. And the guys still pushing and still pushing and still pushing. Yeah. She probably had that experience. Was I'm like, sure you know what? I don't want to go that road. Yeah, I'm probably sure she had. Yeah, I believe it. Too. And I was understanding. It's like, okay, I'm not going to be everybody's cup of tea. That's none cool. of us are. No, that's cool with me. People don't like I mean, my dead shut down. Laugh at me. I don't care. I got shut down. Whatever. I think we've all been shut down at some point. Oh, we all have. Yeah. <laughs> so no, but I mean, like, I look at it and I'm like. I'm not hers. That's okay. That's all right. Mm-hmm. I didn't have to be her best friend either. I didn't have to be friends with her. That's okay. Like, do I have anything bad to say about them? No. They're a successful individual with their own thing going on. Good luck. It's, yeah. Cool. 
And that's totally okay. Hope we you just, meet a good dude that doesn't treat you like crap. And like that, no, that's great. Like you deserve somebody good. Mm-hmm. Everybody does, but yeah. I mean, it's just, it's, I, th- I think that the mature route is always like, you know, Hey, are we walking down the same path? Does your lifestyle fit mine? And if it doesn't, it's totally okay to yeah. say, Hey, our lifestyles just don't line up and that's okay. Yeah. I mean, dude, I've, I've known some amazing women that I've thought about having great relationships with, but you know, they want to go out and party all the time and they want to do whatever. And I'm a homebody. I like, I love being home and cultivating relationships with people that really, you know, I really want to grow with like, you know, my kids, of course. Right. Or Lang and Monica, when I go see them or, or junior, my brother, junior, or you, Ryan, we're doing our thing. Like that matters the most to me above all above going out and partying because I mean, you, you get to the point where every party is the same. Every bar is the same. It's all the same situation. I, I have zero desire. It's to almost the, the same faces I, every time. I know what it is. Like yeah. I know I've been there. Known it. It's, I'm not going to learn anything new going to the bar Friday yeah. night. And even though I might get bored sometimes, be like, oh, I'm going to do whatever. I'm still growing that relationship with my kids and with the people that matter the most in my life. And to me, that's more important than anything. I don't need to go partying. I don't need to go flying to Cabo every weekend. I don't. It's okay. Yeah. I don't and, have to gallivant around the world to. And for me, I want to be a super active parent. That's, that, that's one of my biggest things. When, when I got to the point where I was like, you know what? I love being a father because you get scared at first. You don't know what you're doing. Yeah. Right. Yes. Your kid's going to pop out and you're going to cry and it's going to be amazing. And you're going to promise the world to him. And then you're going to be a parent for a little bit and be like, damn, what the, this is insane. Then you're going to be yelling at him for not picking up the Cheerios off for the a year or two and having to stick to that. And you're like, this is awful. Why man. do I have the same thing over and over again to yeah. tell you? Like, it's will totally you true, learn? Right? Will you learn? And then you fall yeah. in love with watching your kids become something incredible. Yeah. And you're like, all I want to do is be around them and be present. And I don't want to be the wrong example for them. And, and that's when you go, you know what? It's better to be at home. That's maturity. That's it's amazing. That's a good feeling. Cause later on you can party, do whatever you want. Yep. It's just that. Then you have days where you get that back. Yep. <laughs> and it's just like, all right, I get so it. If you didn't know, it was my, my son's kindergarten first school picture. Yep. And it just, it, yeah. it really does it. it. Your life changes. And so me, I know that if someone is, is totally there, you know, they're always on social media doing whatever. They're always posting pictures and talking about whatever, or they always have to be in the mix of all the partying in action. And I, I'm like, nope, that's, that's not my lifestyle. I want to be at home. Let me rub your feet while I watch a movie. Some with of you. it's not real either. A lot of it's not real. Yeah. And, and, and so like, I look at it too, like with my kid, with my son, like, I don't know when the last time he's going to ask me to play trucks with him is. Here's, here's, you know, I don't know when the last time, hey, dad, meme? you want to color a picture with me? I don't know when that last time will be. Dude, have you seen that meme where it's like, it's, it's these kids that are all riding bikes and whatever. And, and it says something like, at one point, at one point or at one point, you said your last, see you tomorrow. Yeah. And you never saw him tomorrow. Yeah. Like, I, I think about it. I used to play all the time with my yeah, friends, right? Yeah, just go ride bikes and, with my buddies. And, yeah, yeah, right? And, and there was a moment, there was, there was a single day, I, I, don't, I can't even recognize it, where you stopped hanging out with your buddies. I remember some of them. A lot of them had girlfriends. And that was the last time they said, we'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> but it's the same with our kids. Yeah, no, it, it is. It really is. I, I mean, like, there was, there was a point in time when my kids and my, they wanted to be with me 24-7. They're going to have their own They friends. loved it. They whatever. And then one day it was like, where'd they go? Hey, can dude? Can you guys come out? Get out of your freaking rooms and hang out with yeah. your dad. Hey, can Connor come over and play? Like, can whatever? I mean, like, yeah. You know, they're gonna start playing with their friends instead of me, dude. I mean, I, I, I'm always yelling down the hall to tell my kids to get out of here to hang out with me. 
Because I'm like, look, I'm watching the show. Come and, be, come and be with your dad. You're going to be like that old guy that's Please. like, why do the kids not go? I mean, like, <laughs> dude, ser- I, like, seriously, I love being around my kids so much and I love hanging yeah. out with them. And I'm like, I'm totally going to be that dad too, though. Like, I'm going to miss it. Like, when it doesn't. Oh, dude. When it it's not there. Totally does. Um, like, when, when my son Christian has to go to work and I'm like, wait, you woke up, you went to school, you went to cheer practice, and then you went to work, and now you came home and you went you straight to a, your room. You have a life that doesn't involve me. I'm just like, <laughs> can I get can I get five minutes maybe to hang out with you for a second? Can we? Where just... are you going, son? And I don't know, <laughs> dude. It totally is that song, <laughs> "The Cats in the Cradle." I know. I hate that song, by the way, but yeah, it's but true. it's so true. It like true. you just you you. There's a moment like, when your kids are no longer your kids; oh. they're not wanting to hang out with you and cuddle on the couch. They're just off doing their thing, and you're just left sitting there. There's a country song. Your, I, like, I'm much, sorry, mom. The kid's like, "How much time will this buy me?" Yeah, it's like, and it, but it's like the cats. Oh, the it is, yeah. Because then it comes back, it flips with the kid and the dad, and it's like, yep. oh. And as soon as your kids get girlfriends, then it's like they're off in their own little world. Yeah. And I, I, you know, I look back on the times that I was tethered to my to the landline phone because we had those, <laughs> right? You know, just and I didn't realize that hey, you know, maybe my parents wanted. To hang out with me also, mm-hmm. which yeah. is why it's so important for me to hang out with my kids now. Yeah. It's crazy, dude. Well, do you just, and I have friends that had lost their dads at early ages. Oh man. And when was know, the last like, goodbye you said to your dad? Yeah. Holy. Yeah. Like, I mean, and I'm it, like, man, that could be me someday. And my I, dad I, scares the crap out of me. Dude, my dad, like I, I mean, up until the, like he was, he was calling me, you know, and, and really making an effort and really trying to be in my life, even mm-hmm. though we were hundreds of miles apart, two different States. Right. Yeah. And I don't remember. I, I can't remember the last goodbye yeah. before he passed because I remember, you know, it was just like, Hey, I'll talk to you more. I'll see you later. You know, I love you. Right. And then that's why my family's so big on ending every conversation with. I love you. Cause you never, so, dude, you don't it's know, so when, important. you don't know, you don't want to say it again. Yeah. And, and you, you really want to regret don't. not being able to say it again and telling the people you genuinely care about that you care about them, that you love them. Show them. The, yeah. So I mean, yeah, we went on a tangent, but yes, I'm uh, getting all sappy and sentimental and I mean, it did, but it's good. It's, it's important. The older stuff, you get, yeah. the more, the more he really hits you because you're like, when was the last time but you thing is, say, I do it with my friends. We all should. I tell my friends, I love them all the time. Yeah. Like I miss, like there's ones that I just don't see them as much as I want to, but it doesn't change the meaning that they have in my life. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's funny because like, even when I talk to Dustin, um, Mine person I was just thinking about was Dusty as well. Nice, but but <laughs> not that same one. But yeah, but he, even in the in the dumbest conversation we have, even if they're short or whatever, he, he could be calling me back from like two seconds ago. I still say I love you. Yeah, <laughs> love, you, love you, brother. All right, love you too, man. Yeah, I mean, like it's just it's since high school. He yeah. and I have always been that way, and I'm and always like, it's it, cool. You know, one thing I challenge guys because it's a really freeing moment when you when you can be open and honest and tell people that you love them. And and telling another guy that you love him, like, there's nothing gay about that. No, not at all. I mean, it's being honest. Like, if if something happened to that individual tomorrow and you hadn't talked to them, what's the one thing you would want them to know? Yep. End it that way, dude. End every conversation that way. That's a great thing. End the show that way. End the show that way. <laughs> we love you. We love you. <laughs> I, love, I love you. <laughs> well, welcome to Costco. I love you. I love Lance. <laughs> <laughs> going idiocracy I, I love welcome to costco i love you that movie's so amazing too <laughs> did i actually uh so i couples massage got a massage right 
And the girl's like, okay, can you roll over on your back? That's how she sounds in my head. Mm-hmm. Not how she sounded. I'm like, sure. And then I'm like, Helga. roll over like, on your back. I'm like, uh, what do I do with my hands? And they were like, be comfortable. And I'm like, I don't know. Um, where do I do you do like the awkward, like hands behind folded behind your head? That's comfortable for me though. That's how yeah. I sleep. Right. So I'm like, but if I do that, I feel weird hanging nah, off the so thing. And by my size, I feel stupid. Well, and the bed is usually narrow, right? The yeah. massage bed's usually narrow. So my hands are hanging off. Yeah. So I figured out a way to do it. Okay. It's because they put the sheet over the top of you. If you roll your hand inside the sheet and you go prone with them, your hands stay on the table. Too hot. I get too warm. I was really? sweating anyway. I was like, oh, okay. I don't want to be gross, you know? Because usually they don't pull it below your waist anyways. So like, you just, and it was, it's like wearing a, make it a diaper. Yeah. And your hands stay put. That makes sense. And I, but I was just like, I, did, I was like, I don't know what to do. I'm just going to, I had nothing. Or if they're like working on an arm, I'd put one on my chest and then rotate like that type of thing. But yeah. I love a good arm massage and down into like the palm. Oh. I was going to teach him my technique, which is really oh. cool. But hey, one of the things that you don't say to your massage uh, therapist is I love you when she's done. <laughs> Just uh, FYI, that's not an appropriate situation. Or if you're at the gentleman's club, <laughs> <laughs> inappropriate place to say, I love you. Yeah. <laughs> there are quite a few of them. <laughs> Did you ever have a friend in school that like told their te- told your teacher they loved you or they loved Every you? once in a while. Yeah. And, and you were like, like thanks. Mrs. So-and-so I love you. And it's like, oh, sorry. Thanks mom. Or they'd call him mom. Mm-hmm. It's like poor kid. Like yeah. I, so like when I was in the classroom, I would hear it once in a while. Mm-hmm. Dude, it was so awkward and so funny. It's like, thanks mom. It's like, yeah. <laughs> you just toss the, I love you too back. I love you too. I know. I'd hear it all the time. Like, love you. Sorry. It's force happened. Like, love you too. <laughs> Why not? I mean, really go with it. Yeah. You can make it awkward. Let's just jump, yeah. full, jump all in. Totally. But just not, not all in like some teachers in Florida. No, that's bad. Or Seattle. Oh, that's bad. Mary Kate. We don't. Letourneau. Is that the one? Mary, the one that like married her student after the fact, after she went and to jail. And had the baby in prison? Yeah. And then oh got out gosh. and then she ended up marrying him. Could you imagine being that 14-year-old kid be like, oh, my dad. <laughs> and it married, <laughs> it, married at 19 oh, to, my. A, to a 48-year-old teacher or 40-something-year-old teacher. Yeah. That's so hot. <laughs> so weird. No, it's not okay. I guarantee that runs into divorce. Oh, my <laughs> Lord. <laughs> Ways to have a failed marriage. <laughs> Marry your 40-year-old Let's not think teacher. about that. <laughs> okay. This is a dad because he. Hey, podcast. so we're gonna let you go because we're getting stupid. <laughs> we got an we, awesome episode coming up. Our next episode is gonna be. Oh my gosh, uh, dude! We're, we're gonna finish the Alan couple, story. I'm so excited about finishing Alan on story. Yeah, you guys, you have to be there for that because it's gonna. It, it was gonna a cry. roller coaster. I'm gonna cry. We, I mean, it was a roller coaster in the first place. This cry. next part is even crazier. Well, I might cry. Oh, uh, you might totally. I'm so excited to have Leah Lake, Lake on also. Yeah, that's going to be awesome. Um, Colby's coming back too. Yeah, so. I'm, we're excited we to have Colby on too because she's yeah. going to be fun. We hit her up the other day and uh, you know had some conversations. but We didn't like hit her up like... No, not physically. Not DMs or anything like that. Well, I hit her in her DMs. But <laughs> it's a gut punch. Like that. <laughs> she's single, but it means something different coming <laughs> yeah, from us. Totally. That's not... <laughs> it's like about being friend zone. <laughs> Speaking of... No, I'm just kidding. Colby's uh, right though. So... Yeah. And then, but like seriously though, we... Um, Leah Lake's going to be... I think she's going to be phenomenal. Yeah, Leah's going to be great. If you guys have not seen her Facebook or uh, hopped on her blog post at... I think LeahLake.com. L-E-I-G-H-A Lake.com. Ladies, do it. She has some amazing, amazing insight to relationships and how to have a great... Um, marriage or even just relationship with a boyfriend. Yeah. And it's incredible. I mean, great, really and great insight for guys. Just trying to understand oh, that dude. opposite side. Yeah. Yeah. No, she's going to be fun. So it's like, uh, the Mel, what's the, uh, what's Mel Gibson movie? What women want? 
Oh, yeah. It's kind of like that. Oh, she looked at my hips. And jumped in the head. I did it again. Yeah. That's such a great movie. <laughs> it really All is right. kind of underrated. <laughs> it totally is. <laughs> All, All right. right so, so I'm Ryan. I'm Tristan. Thanks for joining us. We'll be with you in a couple of days. This is Advocacy. Mm-hmm.